Hi, I'm Jordan Laurel, and welcome to my show where we make the human experience magical through mental health, mindset, and manifestation. My story is one of radical transformation and rebirth. From depressed, disempowered, and dependent to flourishing within an incredible life I've created, this podcast is me sharing my process of overcoming and creating a magical human experience to help support you as you do the same. Tune in every Monday to feel empowered through stories, wisdom, and lots of super practical tips. Because I am proof, you can change your entire life and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to the Magical Human Experience Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, friends. Welcome to year two of the Magical Human Experience. Um... Wow, I'm like even feeling a little emotional saying that. It's insane to me that I've been podcasting for a year. It took me so long. I mean, if you guys have been following from the beginning, if you listen to episode two on imposter syndrome, I was pretty vulnerable about this, but it took me a long time to get the courage up to to actually do this thing. Uh, the doubts I had about my ability to do it were massive and every time somebody tells me that an episode encouraged them or helped them or they're learning things anything positive it just like it literally gets me so emotional because I yeah it it's been such a such a just thing on my heart for a long time and to see it not only out here real (laughs) happening but helping people is just so incredibly meaningful to me um so if you have something on your heart (laughs) I guess this was only going to be nine things today but here's the uh here's the 10th thing if you have something on your heart this is actually really in line and this should actually be the 10th thing for um today's episode uh do it You have to listen to that. You absolutely have to. If I look back on my life, and this is kind of actually the topic of this episode, I'm sharing, it was going to be nine, now it's 10 (laughs) things to help you live better and manifest more powerfully in 2024. And I really spent a lot of time reflecting on what I've learned, uh, especially the things that have really gotten me living my best life ever in a really meaningful way not you know popping bottles and whatnot you know that society kind of tends to paint living your best life ever as but really truly like I'm the happiest I ever have been I have so much peace and joy in my life just everything is like clean my relationships uh my especially my relationship with myself I mean there's definitely stuff I'm working on still with me and my relationship with me but it just it just feels really good in like pretty much every area of my life. And I've never been able to say that before. And as a result of that, I just feel like I'm in this, well, it's kind of as a result, but kind of also helps me feel that way. But I feel like I'm in this constant like flow state of living more and more and manifesting. Uh, That is the state that we manifest the most powerfully from when we're kind of just living in this, you know, connected to ourselves in the divine abundant faith-based flow state we're just living we're living out the inspired action all day long and yeah I (laughs) I'm really grateful I'm really 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 grateful and I took stock of what some of the the biggest things I think that have contributed to me feeling this good and life feeling this good and me manifesting better than I ever have and these are I think the top things you know I can always come up with more things to add and share but these really stood out to me and I guess this 10th one here that I'm adding in last minute is really 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 powerful actually our desires are placed in our heart for a reason They are divine guidance, they're divine inspiration, and they are here to help us, help us step into, I really do believe we're meant to live a life that feels amazing and is purpose-driven and has great impact, even if it's in your just immediate circle. I believe we are meant to enjoy this experience and actually have it be a very 
powerful experience. And those desires, the more you learn to tap into that and live from that, they're kind of like the instructions for the next thing to do to get you where you're meant to be, to help you on that journey, to help you be more in purpose, be more in joy, be more in peace, be more in abundance. And yeah, just looking back, I I knew for so long, so many things. So even like as a little girl, I was so in love with fashion and I really, 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 really in high school wanted to do something with fashion and I wasn't allowed to at the time because it was like considered worldly in the community that I was raised in. And it's just so interesting to me how just full circle everything is the more I look back like everything that was like truly me you know not not the parts of us that we pick up from pain or trauma or bad coping mechanisms or whatever but like the real us like we really are in this like onion peeling thing in life where we're kind of just really stripping away all of the stuff that isn't us that we picked up along the way because we didn't know any better and we're so impressionable when we're young we keep finding and becoming more of us and like I look back and I'm like those a lot of those things were there and just I wasn't able to listen to or act on them and they were meant to be there they were meant to be there they weren't bad and I I just remember spending so much time shaming myself for my dreams and desires and they were there all along for a reason because they were meant to help me get to where I was meant to be they were meant to they were connected to my purpose and my path in life um so and not that you know our journeys we I think yes some of what we go through a lot of what we go through is there to grow us and shape us in the ways we need to like if I had gone into fashion at that time that I wanted to I also wouldn't be who I am today who knows where I would be honestly you know who am I to even say but I just look back and our desires are really placed there for a reason. So if you have something that is like tugging on your heart that you just, you can't stop thinking about it and maybe you're even shaming and judging yourself because it's too realistic or what would other people think or you're not supposed to do it. I would just really encourage you to stop trying to push it away and just explore it. At least explore why you want to do it. Explore where it's coming from. Get curious because you're going to learn a lot about yourself and potentially your purpose through doing that. But um, yeah, that was a fun little bonus thing because I just, yeah, I'm in that kind of reflective state. It's the end of the year or starting a new year. It's a little wild to me that we're starting off 2024, but it's so exciting. I'm honestly so excited for this year. I I have so much excitement for my future and that's a, thanks a lot to the the mindset work that I do to really retrain my brain to see the good look for the good expect the good and I just I have a really good feeling about this year I think it's going to be absolutely amazing I'm excited about things that I'm manifesting if you are listening to this and it is before 7 30 p.m eastern time I am hosting a vision board party uh, a little workshop where I'm going to dive into my seven-step manifestation process but specifically explaining the quantum physics behind manifestation so that you can understand how to use a vision board because a lot of people feel like they're hit or miss or they only work for some people or they don't work at all Uh, and it's because you're not using it right you have to be using it in a way that's actually like applying the principles of manifestation. So I'm going to break it down for you. Um, It's going to be a fun time. I will have some magazines and some stuff for my own vision board. And yeah, I hope you join. I know it's kind of short notice, but this is going out. It's Monday. This is dropping Monday, January 1st. So if you're listening and it's before 730 Eastern time, which would be like 430 Pacific time, no idea what that would be in Europe, um, which it's really cool because I actually have quite a lot of you over in Europe that listen. Hello. Then come on and join. The link is in my bio on Instagram. I'll also pop the link below in the show notes so you can sign up. Um, you just have to sign up with your email. It's completely free and we'll have a fun little time. But anyway, let us, now that we've already dove into one of the things, let's dive into the rest of the things that I really think are going to make a big difference if you actually take the time and energy to work on them. Um, You know, this stuff, and just a quick reminder, this stuff does not happen overnight. You don't snap your fingers and become a new person. 
just like you don't go to the gym and do 20 bicep curls and have massive biceps. Just like you don't eat a salad and have optimal health. You can manifest things very quickly. (laughs) It's been mind-blowing. Some of the stuff that has happened when I've been a clear channel and just I really, well, I'm getting into something that I'm going to get into later in this episode, but you can, you can have things magnetized to you so, so, so fast, but it's important to not put the pressure on yourself or on the universe to have things happen really fast. Be open to them happening fast, but don't need them to happen fast, um, especially just with growth because that can lead to shame, judgment, something else I'm talking about in the episode as well. Um, everything's so interconnected. It's hard to not like talk about all of it all at once, but uh, give yourself a break. <laughs> Be patient. You know, this stuff, you're, you're really changing your brains, how it's wired. You know, we are born with like a negative bias. Our brain, our thoughts are 90, 80% negative, 90% repetitive. Uh, it's up there. It's like 80 to 85 and then 90 to 95. I'm sure it varies per person, but that's a lot of negative thinking and that's a lot of rewiring. So (laughs) give yourself grace, be patient, and remember that it's about daily adding these things up. It's about a lifestyle. And they say that about health. They say that about working out and all that stuff. It really is a lifestyle. Um, But I found it has been a lifestyle I've enjoyed shifting into and adapting to because it just makes me feel good so much of the time Uh, but it might not in the beginning when you're doing anything cutting out alcohol or sugar uh, working out eating healthy you know there's definitely a period where you're just like what the actual fuck this is terrible I hate this Um, but it's about keeping going it's about picking back up and trying again and it gets easier and easier and better and better and you actually start to enjoy it surprisingly um because you just feel so good so anyway let's dive in okay so the number one thing and I it's hard to like pick it's hard to like prioritize these because they're all really impactful but this might be one of the most powerful things at least in terms of manifestation and speeding it up and that is embodiment And if you understand manifestation at all, you understand that embodiment, embodiment is really what the steps are to get you to do. It's to be the person who has the thing. And I just, I don't know, something clicked for me this year. Uh, It started to click last January, February. I was on a plane to Paris uh, for the Joe Dispenza retreat. And like, it just really started to click for me. I was like, oh. It's about who I'm becoming. I think because I'd realized how much it had changed me and how I was actually so excited about who I was becoming. But also, I just felt like manifestation was, it was less having to actually look at and follow the steps. And I was kind of just like being, living out manifestation and kind of doing it more naturally. Um, And I realized that's just a really great way to summarize it and to speed it up. Um, And so, Personally, that's looked like I actually spend time on, I do still spend time on getting clear on what I want, but I spend time on getting clear on who I want to be. And sometimes I, it's it's about equal, but I I will start my meditations a lot of the time um, when I'm like visualizing my future. Uh, I'll start with visualizing my future self and thinking about who she is. And that, that is something I tap into. I don't just think about my desires or tap into my desires. I think about and tap into who I'm becoming and what kind of person I want to be. And also, uh, when it comes to my manifestations, I've started asking myself, am I embodying this? And I think the biggest lesson for me that maybe will explain this to you guys is abundance. I was feeling like I was very up and down with my money manifestation and it was frustrating me because I was like, I know how to do this. I teach this. I, ha- I was having clients and other people have great success and I was like, why is it so up and down for me? And I couldn't figure out why. And it's really interesting because it's actually, I can really link it to my relationship with men. <laughs> so funny. It's They're linked and I, I've shared this before, but I was at like looking back at this specifically I saw that my income levels 
were very up and down with my what I was accepting and receiving from men in my life at the time uh, because of how it how I was embodying abundance and it was just wild to me when I have been in a state where I am not settling aka embodying abundance I I magnetize money so quickly and easily and like from random places in addition to via work when I am accepting breadcrumbs from men, <laughs> it dries up because I'm embodying scarcity. It's so simple. It's so crazy. But I just, I started looking at the times when I have, like when I was getting so much from men, like I was accepting and like receiving and just feeling so abundant. Like I, I had I had my biggest month, I think when I was, when Jeff and I got back together and he was just, he was doing all the things going above and beyond. And I had not settled. I had waited. I had not gotten back with him until like he was doing that. And then we get attached and then like the problems started happening and the things started fading and and not being what I needed and disappearing and we stay. And I'm not saying that anytime your partner is like, not giving you everything you want in the world to like jump ship at all. Not saying that. It is though a sign I think to have a conversation. Um, sometimes And sometimes we need to reframe things. You know, sometimes what we think we want, we don't actually need or want. Um, but I wouldn't, I, I, I'm, I'm a little nervous saying that to some of you guys, especially because just knowing how I am that we tend to explain away our needs or justify settling and that is not the energy that was the energy I was in for a long time in my life I would just accept way less than I deserved and ignore what I wanted and even like meeting new people like this was a pattern I would just be like oh well maybe I don't need this maybe I don't need that because I would want that person to choose me it really came from a, a need and desire to be chosen and sometimes attachment like obviously you know Jeff and I had really cared about each other. And um, when you really care about somebody, you want to make it work. Um, but you have to be really careful, especially about what kind of energy you're in. Because I just, I realized that I let myself be in a very lack state by accepting less, by staying and clinging to, because it was coming from this belief that I couldn't. I couldn't have more and I didn't deserve more and it just is wild to me because it's literally like parallel lines on a graph <laughs> um, that just yeah when I when I think about the the income and also just the the relationships with men and how up and down it was because it really is all about embodiment and when you are actually in abundance you you don't stay in things that aren't meeting your needs and aren't working and aren't what you want because you know you can have what you want. Scarcity is what makes us cling to things. Um, and there's so many ways to like look at your life and and try to just analyze if you're living in scarcity or abundance. But I honestly can say that it has been really, really powerful for me to start looking at the things that I want and what energy they are. And then, then asking myself and then asking myself, like, am I embodying that? Um, you know, another little example here is, you know, most of us want this amazing feel good life that just feels so fun and flowy and enjoyable. And we just are obsessed with, and I started embodying that in my life. Now I started enjoying the journey. Now letting myself have so much fun, be present, fill my days with things I enjoy and invest and spend time with people I enjoy. Like we can do this stuff now. And that makes us magnetic because that does put us in an energy of, of gratitude and receiving. That's a, they're very magnetic states, but that is my number one thing today. Well, technically number two now, but embody, really look and see if you're embodying the things you want to manifest. It's a great way to Fast track manifesting, it's a great way to kind of summarize the steps because like the person who 
has the thing, you know, they don't have limiting beliefs because they already have it. So it's pretty easy to believe you can have the thing when you already have it. Um, they're thinking positive things. They're feeling the feelings. They have taken the aligned action. They're in an unattached energy. They're grateful. They've received like the steps are to help you be the person. So also thinking about that, how do I be the person? It's, it, it has served me greatly. Okay. Thing number two is to get good with and within yourself or sorry, technically thing number three now. Um, I need to edit my list here on my phone, but my relationship with myself, um, I feel like I started trying to build a relationship with myself in 2020. Um, That's when I started working on my anxiety. Uh, I was finally sat on my ass during COVID and I was like, I'm not okay. (laughs) Um, This is, I'm not happy. How do I fix this? And kind of when I dove into everything. And, but I really feel like 2023, my relationship with myself got really, really rock solid and good. And it has been so powerful and impactful. Um, I think one of the biggest things, well, one of the biggest things is when you're good with yourself, (laughs) you just feel good a lot more of the time. It's so simple. You just do. Um, But there's so many benefits to really getting to know yourself and investing in yourself. I think a big thing is building this relationship with myself has built trust with myself and building trust with myself has helped me trust the universe more. I just, I have a lot less anxiety because I'm like, I have my back and the universe has my back and so we good. (laughs) Like it's taken a lot of practice to get there. Tapping when anxiety comes up, neutralizing triggers for sure, but it really is possible to feel good and to dramatically decrease your anxiety. Like it's wild how how much better it is. I had really, really bad anxiety and just I have so much trust now. I am able to shift out when I am anxious pretty fast, nine, nine out of 10 times. I also just, I, I guess how to describe this is like I just feel clean and clear a lot of the time. I have this clean clear energy which is so magnetic and a lot of that has come from getting good with me you know when I when I say get good with and within yourself I think a lot of that is just relationship building with you build an intimate relationship with you we focus so much on relationships with others and we're the person we have to live our entire life with no one else is with us from birth till death no one you know unless maybe you maybe you have a twin you know, random rare occurrence, but there's really nobody else you're living your whole life with. Like, why would you not get to know yourself? Another really huge benefit of that is you, you, you know what you need and want, you know, it's really hard to set intentions if you don't know what you want. Like think about if you don't know what your, your partner wants for Christmas, you don't know what to buy them. You need to know yourself (laughs) to create a life you love and to be able to set intentions and manifest. And That leads me to number four on the list. Prioritize alignment and authenticity. Uh, I spent most of my life trying to fit in and be accepted. Uh, So kind of the opposite of being authentic and then trying to align to myself. Literally the opposite. And it is a horrible, really not enjoyable way to live. Talk about a way to increase your anxiety. Oh my God. It gives me anxiety just thinking about not being able to live authentically and in alignment with myself. Like I literally have such a low tolerance for it anymore, but I really believe it has been such a catalyst for peace in my life and, and joy and, and fulfillment. Again, we're, we're not wired wrong. We're not made wrong. Just like our desires are given to us for a reason, like we're wired the way we are for a reason. And so uh, I actually have next week's podcast episode kind of ties into this point in the last point. Um, it's about human design. It's a great way to get to know yourself better and how to work with yourself better and see how you're wired and designed. Great way. We're made a certain way for a reason and we're meant to be our authentic selves. We are not meant, so much disease comes from not being able to like physical disease because it comes from mental disease. If you think that your mental health is not affecting your physical health, you got a lot of catching up to do. Really after you take the time to get to know who you are and like build a healthy relationship, get good with yourself, you got to prioritize really honoring that person and being them, sharing them with the world and, you know, cultivating relationships 
and dynamics and a lifestyle that supports and honors that. Uh, I think that it just, we're so trained to outsource and this is actually my next point, but we're trained to look at what other people are doing and like, it's, yeah, helpful to maybe see something that worked for somebody else, but I hope for everything I share with you guys, I hope you really listen and see what feels good and fits for you and what doesn't. And and don't do what doesn't. If something I'm telling you to do doesn't feel good or I share, I try not to tell you guys what to do. I try to share principles that work. But um, like I know I share sometimes routines, things I do, rituals, stuff like that help me feel good. Like try it. Sure. I always think it's helpful to try something once. But if it doesn't work for you, well, some of the stuff, you know, maybe I get is not enjoyable like you know if you're used to watching tv in your evenings and like you're trying to incorporate meditation like sure it might not be enjoyable right away so maybe enjoyable is not the the mark of deciding if you want to keep it or not but or maybe you need to do it for a week or two to see if you get results but try my point is try stuff and if it doesn't work for you don't do it like you should be going through your life really focused on what is in alignment to you to what you need to what you want, to how you're wired, to your values. And creating life from there is going to just create so much peace in your life. It really is. And then that leads me to five, which is kind of related, but to ask for guidance, but also to tune inward for guidance. Um, and when I say ask, I, I'm i not referring to other people. I think, yes, that's helpful. I always think, you know, it's, well, I, I'm careful with who I, I'm very careful with who I ask for advice and I don't ask a ton of people for advice I will get advice from people I look up to and who I want to be more like and sometimes that's listening to their podcast because I don't have access to them that has been this is why I have hired mentors and coaches for most of the last couple of years um they have really 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 fast-tracked me getting to where I want to be because they're they're there (laughs) I have lessened asking people who I don't look up to um, because I just end up getting advice that's not aligned and then I have more mental baggage to deal with. So be careful who you get your wisdom from. I think it is helpful to ask from other people, but I think you should be tuning inward after that and prioritizing your guidance. But what I meant from ask is I ask God slash the universe, you know, whatever feels better to you. But I, I ask, I'll be like, what do I need to do today? What do I need to do to call this in? What do I need to do in this situation? And I find the more I've been doing that lately, I've been only doing this for a couple months now, um, regularly. I would do it randomly here and there when I was like distraught (laughs) before. Um, And I was like, why am I not doing this more? I feel like I do get led and guided and answers. Um, And I will then a lot of times I'll actually meditate after I ask or I'll ask before I meditate because when we make that time to be still, we can actually hear ourselves. We can hear our higher selves. We can hear the higher power. You know, we really get so much wisdom from tuning out all the noise and stilling ourselves in our minds for even just 20 minutes. You know, it doesn't have to be insane if you're really busy, but I will say a good 30 minute meditation, you know, a couple times a week really, really does wonders for you. And just how centered you feel overall and connected to yourself and to your wisdom. Um, But that's just really tuning inward. I just want to encourage you guys. You have so much more wisdom in you than you actually realize or are really giving yourself credit for. You know more than you think. And it's just been really powerful for me to start tuning inward and actually trusting myself, trusting my gut. This has come from building a relationship with myself, but... I really listen and I've gotten to the point where I'm like, oh yeah, like if my gut's like, eh, eh, not it, I'm like, damn. And, you know, I've gotten really good at non-attachment. So that helps. It took a while. It was really attachment that was making me not listen before. Attachment to like what I thought I wanted um, or specific iterations of the thing I wanted, like a person, like, you know, saying, you you know, you want a man and, or a job and like you're attached to the one man or the one job. Um, I really don't really attach to that anymore. It feels really good. It feels really good. You know, and obviously you're going to get attached if you're in a relationship with a person. You know, that's not unhealthy. That's healthy. Attachment is healthy. I'm not saying to never be attached to anything in your life, but when you're first starting to manifest and call stuff in, really don't attach too hard to any 
specific iteration of it, but I just, I really listen to myself now and I, I have so much better guidance for my life than anybody else does. And it's the same for you. And then kind of following from that, number six is to see nose as protection This is just another way to truly live in abundance. Like you could kind of say that me not accepting that like the clear no in my relationship or with any of the men, you know, when I realized it was a clear no, not leaving was really embodying scarcity Um, because it wasn't believing that I was going to be supported and taken care of in the time I needed to heal and then also magnetize the next right person for me. And I just have gotten to this point in my journey where I really like, I guess that the the non-attachment thing, it's like I really trust so deeply if something is not flowing and it needs to be forced, I'm like, nope. And I, as much as I might need to cry or feel sad or feel scared, I have really gotten to a point where I'm just like, this is protection and this is redirection. And I trust that. And it really has protected me and we're always protected I really believe the universe always works things out and you know those things that we don't say no to that we know we need to I think they're used to teach us lessons and um, my last relationships were lessons and they were what I needed at the time I wasn't ready for some of the things I wanted to I wasn't embodying them but I am now really trying to learn my lessons quickly (laughs) and not learn unnecessary lessons or engage with them Uh, so yeah I feel like This is just so powerful. Um, You really don't want the stuff you have to force. We really, really, really don't. And we just think we do. Uh, I just, and I have so many clients tell me this too. So many people, we let go of the thing that isn't working. And the thing that comes in next, we're just like, oh my God, it's so much better. And it's like, yeah, the universe wouldn't take something away from you if it wasn't to give you something that's more of what you need and want. All right. I think we're on number seven now. Yeah, we are. Um, Okay, so number seven kind of flows from this. Um, Choose your perspective. It's so simple. We, I just, it it blows my mind more and more the more I've done this work. The more, or just, yeah, I've realized that everything, we have a choice. We really do. We're so powerful. And it's kind of sucky at first taking full responsibility for ourselves because we have to admit that we, you know, created a lot of stuff that's not good and that we don't want. And this is not taking responsibility for the things that are outside of your control. But there's a lot more in our control than we actually want to admit. And when we take responsibility from that, we are able to step into our power and create powerfully. And that is so much more rewarding than the instant gratification of shunning responsibility and blaming. And you you just have so much choice when it comes to your perspective. Just going back to the seeing nose as redirection and protection, like it's it's a choice. It's a choice how you see every single thing that happens in your life. And it takes practice. It really does. I have so much more peace in my life because I rarely get upset about things anymore. I'm just like, wasn't meant to be. Or there's a reason for this. I choose my perspective and it gets easier over time. This is again, you know, be patient with yourself. It takes time to shift these things, but it feels so good. And guess what? I magnetize and manifest so much better from that place because I'm not spending time in these low frequencies of fear and freak out and just, yeah, worry and, oh my God, it's going wrong. It's falling apart. Like, and then we create all these stories. It doesn't do anyone any good. I mean, you, you've probably seen a million memes. You know this. Worry is like a rocking chair. <laughs> it just wastes energy. It gets no one anywhere or gets everyone nowhere, whatever the saying is. You know, there's the memes. You know, these negative spirals and negative thoughts, we, we think they're doing something for us. They're literally doing nothing. In fact, they're detracting from our lives. And this is not... Uh, toxic positivity. I don't believe in that. I am emotionally available with myself. I, when something happens that's hard, I will cry and I will express my feelings. I will get it out. I'll be like, this is shitty. This is sucky. Um, You know, I am not 
toxically positive. I allow myself to have my full range of emotions. This is where emotional availability comes in. This is part of building a healthy relationship with yourself um, along with stepping into your power. These are things, by the way, that I work on with my coaching clients. If you want support on any of this, by the way, if you want support on any of these things I'm sharing with you, you want to master these things way faster, have accountability, have encouragement, have support, have answers to questions on how to practically do these things. Sometimes, you know, it's easy to hear the principle and then hard to apply it in your life. Like I I got you, would love to work with you. I have, um, you know, my one-on-one mentorship program where I really tailor it to kind of what you need. The end goal is to create a life that feels as amazing as it looks and has you feeling amazing in your power, manifesting like a motherfucker. Like that's my goal. Um, So yeah, that's something you want support with or any of these Uh, My email is in the show notes. Um, I think there's also a link for booking a discovery call with me. Um, And I'm also going to start popping the link just for, um, I have a one-off, like if you want to do a coaching session with me, like a full coaching session before purchasing um, one of my packages, um, I do have a fun, it's like discounted. It's a 75-minute coaching call um, for $333. um, And it can, it's like an intro into um, just kind of what it would feel like to work with me. Um, I'll pop a link for that down there and then I'll pop a link for my full program. So you'll have all your options in case you want it, but I'm here to support you. Um, and really do love supporting you guys through all of my content and podcasts and verticals through everything I'm doing. But the one-on-one work is really special for me. I always, I don't know. I've always, I guess, you know, I was a teacher for so long. I've always loved mentorship and supporting and mentoring people especially in one-on-one settings so it's really fulfilling for me and would love to support you if that's something you're looking for but back to our back to our list we're almost done here um I need to speed it up because I'm supposed to be going to New York today it was really nice by the way I got up at like 6 45 and just had a chill little morning getting work done um I'm really enjoying quiet mornings to myself uh anyway okay back to choosing your perspective we have so much power and it I just I spend so much less of my time now in those negative, anxious spirals and spaces that a lot of us spend or used to spend a lot of time in. I used to spend a lot of time in those. I was constantly stressed. If you are constantly stressed, you there is a much better life available for you. Um, that's kind of the result that when people like that's what people know to say if they don't know how to explain that they really are having a lot of negative and anxious thoughts and they are having a negative perspective and mindset we'll just say they're stressed if you are living in a constant state of stress I just want to give you a hug and tell you it doesn't have to be that way you can live in a constant state of feel good and flow and doesn't mean you won't get pulled out but it's a lot fewer and further between and you can shift back quickly and easily. And that is my reality now. And it is so good. And it comes from, I choose, I choose my perspective. I spend a lot of time or I have, it's a lot more maintenance now. Um, I actually was describing that to somebody on a coaching call um, a couple of days ago. It really feels like maintenance and that feels so good. Like when you've done the work to get in shape in any way and you're just you're just maintaining it just it 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 feels really nice um but yeah next time you are complaining or freaking out or upset I would just lovingly encourage you to step back and be like is this really what I'm saying it is is it really a bad thing or can I maybe see ways this is happening for me and how maybe this could work out to actually get me more of what I want because it probably is from experience okay number eight Stop judging yourself and start supporting yourself slash working with yourself. Uh, This has been a game changer. This has been a huge thing. It's helped me feel good. And it, again, ties back to some of what we already talked about in this episode. But oh my goodness, like what a different way of living to work with yourself. And that really stems from, I don't know where this came from. I think some of it's being human. Some of it is definitely from religion, um, which I think just has affected society in America anyway. But like, I feel like I just still sometimes have to really get on myself about this, but it's like I'm judging myself. Like I, you know, went to bed later than I said, or I had three glasses instead of two glasses of wine, or um, I uh, I scrolled on my phone for 30 minutes when I was supposed to be meditating or just, you know, sitting there doing nothing, or I didn't get Pilates in, or, you know, it's great to have goals and 
know where you want to go and know who you want to be. Like so important. It's more than great. It's actually wildly impactful on your life. Um, but the judging ourselves when we don't do what we want to do has got to stop. Um, this is probably one of the, the big things that I work on myself with still. It's gotten way better. This has been a struggle. It has made a huge difference that after making a lot of improvement with it. But oh my God, it was just like a constant like uh, dictator, constant like teacher, reprimander, I don't know, terrible person, mean person that just like constantly like judging myself throughout the day. Am I as like according to this perfect idea of how I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to do and the shame that comes in like when I don't operate that way is just it's just it's debilitating it really takes you out of flow it 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 just gets you in this negative headspace it just doesn't do anything it's really damaging and so I've I've that's something I've worked on so much and I've gotten I don't know. I still I still have to work on it sometimes, but I feel like I'm way better now at being like, you know what? You did your best. You're a human. And and removing the good or bad because who 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 is making up this good or bad? We are. And it it really is. I think this goes back this ties to internal family systems, which is a a type of therapy that explains that you have all parts inside of you and it's definitely a part of me. And I actually want to explore this more this year. Maybe I'll put this on my manifestation list. Um, Manifesting a therapist who can dive into this with me a little deeper and just support me in working through this faster um, and maybe see some things I haven't seen. But it's a part of me that is trying to protect me, right? All of our parts are trying to protect us. And there's some part of me that doesn't feel safe with me not showing up as in my head I'm supposed to. I think it's because it's like we know that these things, I know these things, being this person doing these things is going to get me where I want to be. Um, but I think the doing, but the assigning the right or wrong or the good or bad, like I'm bad if I don't do these things. That's what I've been working on letting go of and just being like, okay, you know what? I did my best today and I'm still on the right track and it's still going to happen exactly when it's meant to. Cause it is about energy. It really is. You know, the universe is doing the other half. God is doing the other half. Like we are co-creating and the actions on our end, like we don't have to take them. We, we believe we have to. Um, that's why we have to, like, it's just so hard for us as humans to believe that we don't have to do anything. And, and it is co-creation. I do think there's a part that is our responsibility sometimes, but I think we make up in our heads a lot more of it, um, or a lot of it. And then we assign the meaning that if we don't do these things, we're not going to be, have, manifest, whatever the stuff that we want. And that belief is what makes us have to do the actions because we believe we have to. Whereas we could just be a vibrational match, you know, for some of them and, and, you know, not need to do everything. It's wild to me. The more I've let go of the belief of what I need to do, the less I've needed to do. Um, And this is, I have a really cool summit coming up, actually. This is a fun time to mention this. Um, It's completely free. I'm participating with, I think there's like 20 other women. Um, And it's, I think, 15 days. Oh, it's 30 women, I think. And 15 days. And there's two of us that speak each day. Um, They're pre-recorded, but they're they're 15 to 30 minutes. So you're you're listening to less than an hour, less than an hour a day. I was supposed to be 15 minutes. I definitely went over. Um, That sounds like me, doesn't it? But it was how to manifest better in business. And it really, guys, it really is wild. I literally am like, ooh what if I email this person? What if I DM this person and ask them to be on the podcast? Like it has so easy past me. I need to send 50 pitch emails. I need to do this. I need to pitch all these people. Like I would come up with all this stuff I had to do. And I like, no, like it literally is. You just have to do those pings that you get like, oh, what if I do this? And we just, we, we come up with all these beliefs about what we have to do and what things mean. Like, oh, like, literally if I don't send the we, we we assign meaning if I don't email the 50 people I didn't show up great and I'm not going to manifest what I want so we're like assigning meaning about us being good or bad like there's no score there's no good or bad there's no performance is 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 this way I'm living or are these, are these actions I'm taking or not taking 
supporting me and feeling better and creating a life I love and making me enjoy my life more or are they not and if they're not they get to shift but the 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 assigning meaning and making ourselves feel bad has to go it doesn't do anything helpful it really pulls us out of a manifestation flow and that has been one of the most powerful things I've been doing lately is I've just been like okay like stop assigning meaning to the fact that you didn't do this thing or you scrolled on social media like Stop shaming and judging. Give yourself a hug. You can be sad for a minute. Like, oh man, I would have rather not done that. But okay, I did it. I'm still a good person. I'm still manifesting everything I want and shift right back into manifestation flow and mindset and feeling good. It, it's it's working with yourself. And I, and I ask, I really do hold myself accountable. Like it's not like I'm just like, oh, whatever, you know. I I do shift and I do change, but I'm coming from a place of I'm excited to show up better for myself not a oh my god you're a horrible person if you don't change and you're going to ruin your life and life is going to be terrible and you're never going to manifest everything very different places to come from very different energies and I can tell you the one that feels better also works a lot better all right number nine is to celebrate your wins this sounds so simple but this really is connected to the relationship with yourself, you have got to celebrate yourself. Think about if you had a little girl and all you did was criticize her or focus on what she hadn't done right and how far she had to go and what she had to do, she would feel horrible. She would really feel horrible. And we do this to ourselves sometimes. And it's just a terrible way to treat yourself. And it doesn't motivate you. It doesn't help you. It doesn't support you. You've got to be speaking love and positivity and celebration to yourself on a regular basis. Uh, I can tell you my life has changed a lot since I've started doing this. I really, I show up so much better. I really do. Um, I love myself more. I It has helped with codependency because I really am filling my cup and giving myself what I was looking for a man to give me. Yes, those things are still amazing and helpful and nice, but they're a cherry on top more so. I really do meet most of my needs nowadays like yes I need you know and I have people I really enjoy connecting with but I don't need them to do or be anything for me I just get to enjoy them and it feels amazing and so does just being really kind to myself I think we have this fear at least this is I think where it came from for me that uh if I was kind to myself like I wouldn't (laughs) I wouldn't show up better or change and it's just not true um I'm more excited to change in ways that support me because I love me and I am showing up for me it really has given me more motivation um so and then number 10 is to reflect often reflection has become a big part of my life I love journaling for this because I can go back and look at what I was writing I was telling a coaching client this recently as well um and actually I think I chatted about this on the last episode, which was my dating episode with Artita and Ruki, which was hilarious and also jam-packed with good things if you didn't listen. I have used journaling to go back and to see patterns that I don't want to continue. Um, Because I, it was, it was funny because I was like, I went back uh, with the eclipse and I was like angry about this guy who, um, for the same exact things that like six to nine months earlier or however long it was, like I was angry at a different guy about and I was like damn wow <laughs> and because I have a pretty healthy relationship with my now with myself now I was able to laugh at myself most for the most part I'm still laughing at myself it's just funny how silly we are sometimes and simple but um it, it helped because I was like okay I don't want to keep living this way I don't want to keep doing this what do I need to shift here and I was able to shift. Will I get tested to see if I learned at the next level or with the next person? Maybe. I don't know. Um, I'm really not doing much with dating and it actually feels amazing. <laughs> I'm really enjoying all this time and energy for me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think we get tested. We learn something and then the universe gives us a little bit of a, a, a next level for it because we're trying to scale usually with what we want. But it really is helpful to when you're journaling to journal out stuff because you can look back at it Um, but just taking time to reflect is so incredibly powerful if for no other reason that 
you can get clear on what you want. I mean, there's so many other reasons. Don't only do it for this reason, but you it's really hard to know what you want if you're not taking time to reflect. It's hard to get to know yourself, to really change and grow in life. It's hard to live intentionally and intentions are so powerful. I talk about this in this summit workshop that's coming up that there'll be emails going out. If you're not signed up for my newsletter, by the way, sign up for it because I send out updates like that sometimes for fun free stuff that I'm doing for sales and um, yeah, just good to be in the know. But And I send out encouraging things and lessons and tips and stuff sometimes as well. Sometimes you can manifest by just setting the intention. I don't know if you knew that. Intentions are really powerful. And if you're already a clear channel, just putting that out there clearly and specifically, I want this. I can't tell you how many things I have literally been like, it's funny because a really good channel for me to manifest through is like brand gifting. I cannot tell you how many times this past year I've been like, oh man, I really want that. But I wasn't like in an attached, desperate, needy energy. I was just like, a, I, I just, I actually felt a little like happy and excited. Like, oh man, like I want that. Like it, thinking about how good I would feel with it. And literally it just would show up at my doorstep. Cause I would like that. I was, it, sometimes you just need that one broadcast into the quantum field of that intention combined with feeling. And you're like, that's it. That's all the universe needed. You were already a match. Like everything was already in place and you just set that intention and literally magnetize the thing or the event back to you so take time to reflect you owe it to yourself to live a a well thought out life um, a life that you're present for that you're engaged in involved in that you're creating Um, and that takes that takes being a bit intentional um, which takes taking time to get to know yourself and uh, just yeah, reflect on everything. So those are my 10 things, uh, nine, nine things plus a bonus. Um, I hope this was helpful for you guys. These things have really made a huge difference in my life. I wanted to start the year off with a just value jam packed episode. These are, these are really big things. Um, these are lessons that I wish I had had years and years ago. Um, so I, I hope that you take all of what feels resonant with you and do yourself the the justice or the just the honor and gift of spending some time considering and trying to implement and seeing what works for you Um, I think you're gonna really get a lot out and see some big shifts if you apply some of these but anyway thanks for tuning in for the first episode of 2024 I gotta say I'm pretty excited about some of the people I've actually already recorded several episodes feels so good to be getting ahead on the podcast it's so exciting but we've got some big guests coming in 2024 it's kind of crazy it's kind of wild it's been a really cool area to see my manifestation powers getting insane with um but I'm just gonna leave it at that no spoilers Uh, I hope you'll tune in in the future and of course as always you guys can always reach out with questions comments uh, if you ever want me to talk about a topic have me address a question shoot me a dm on instagram my instagram is also in the show notes um or my emails down there always happy to to yeah to try to talk about things that you guys want to hear about 